now we're on Twitch and maybe we'll actually do the video to YouTube. So we're on Snob we OS. Look at it first. To right. Sure. <laughs> I, I didn't put that in the notes for the <laughs> thing to talk about, but I'll just give it a shot. Look, work with us. We're new. We're, we're trying, you know, we're trying. so <laughs> we're trying something new. This is the first, our first go at it. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monkford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So if you're listening to the podcast, we want to say thank you for listening. But this week, uh, going forward, we're trying to think a little bit different. We are going to video. So we'll probably upload this to you're probably watching it on YouTube uh, if you are a Patreon, you can actually watch the show as we tape it. We've added that. So we're we're moving on up, stepping on up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've added uh, the ability to support the show via Patreon. So we'll put make sure we put a link in the show notes. You can go to patreon.com forward slash snob OS cast. And for five dollars a month, like I mentioned, you get access to the live show. You get access to the pre-show. So before we actually record for the podcast, we'll do like a little pre-show where we talk about things, get caught up, you know, anything that's on our mind. We want to chat. You'll get access to that and you'll get access to our discord chat to where we'll talk about the show live. If you want to chat about what's going on as we tape the show, if you want to give us ideas for topics you want to see on the show, or if you just want to chat about technology in general, you'll have access to the discord chat for that all for $5 a month. Or if you want to give us a little bit more than $5, that's just the, the floor. If you want to tip in a little bit more, you can definitely do that. So we definitely want to say uh, thank you to all the current Patreons. We actually have a couple. We just loaded it up a couple days ago and boom, we already got some uh, discord uh, on the, uh, Patreons. We want to, I guess we'll call them snobbists. I think that, yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll have to workshop that, but if you like it, let us know. <laughs> but we want to thank all of our snobbists who are uh, Discord, uh, Patreon followers right now. So we want to say thank you to Charles Hall. We want to say thank you to Tom Merritt and the folks over at the Daily Tech News Show. They had us on as guests a couple weeks ago. So they kind of motivated us to kind of get our stuff together as far as yeah, because when they had they set up, it's like, oh, we slipping. So we need <laughs> we need to catch <laughs> up. So we're trying to step our game up a little bit. So we want to say thanks to Tom Merritt and folks over at DTNS. And we want to say thank you to Ryan Walden. So we want to say Thank you to all of those uh, Patreon. So definitely uh, appreciate if you love the show, if you support the show, you know, you can follow us, like us, subscribe, and now you can donate. So we want to say thank you to that. So now we want to actually move into the actual show. So uh, this part of the show, we call it the lowdown uh, where we talk all things Apple. Uh, this first one, we kind of talked about it a little bit in um, iOS 14 when they in WWDC when Apple announced iOS 14, but I kind of want to uh, reiterate it a little bit more because it's important um, as it relates to security, as it relates to passwords. You know, if you're using a password manager, that's great. A lot of people are still writing passwords on notepads. They are using the same one password for a lot of different things. And one of the features in iOS now in iOS 14 that when it's announced and it's available, it will offer new security recommendations uh, section that will advise you of potential security risks. So if you're using um, 
uh, Apple's iCloud keychain and you're using that to kind of save your passwords, but you're using the same password for a lot. Uh, a lot of uh, the websites, once you go to a website and Apple's iCloud keychain recognizes that you have a password for that, or if you have a weak password, or if you have a password that is commonly used, like mm-hmm. password one, two, three, four, you know, millions of people use that. This new yeah. security uh, feature will say, hey, you might want to take a look at this and it makes it easier for you to then go in and change that password, update it, you know, and it also um, let you know if this website has a uh, security threat. So if it's been hacked or if it's been reported that there are issues as it relates to data on this site, iOS 14 has those security recommendations that will give you the heads up and then you can actually go forward and change that. So I thought that was a cool thing to actually uh, share because that's again, like I said, I'm a security guy. And in addition to that, I do a lot of support. And one of the main things <laughs> to get people set up and get them working right is trying to figure out what their passwords are. And then when they forget them, you got to send the email to forgot your password. And it's the whole thing. So, or I think we both use LastPass. They right. have a password mm-hmm. generator. You could just copy and pop it in there. Life's simple. Save it to your keychain. Whenever you log in, it's already there. Yep. Yep. So definitely check that out. Uh, if you are, well, I would suggest you before iOS 14 kind of come up with a better, uh, password game. But, uh, if you want to, you know, Definitely use iCloud Keychain. It's free, especially if you use an iPhone, especially if you use a Mac, especially if you use an iPad. If you're already in the Apple ecosystem, use you might as, <laughs> might as well use the free tool. Yeah. And when iOS 14 comes out, it'll be more uh, pronounced as the security measures that you can take to lock down your passwords even more. So just yeah. wanted to put that out there. All right. Yeah, especially since they're making it so easy for you. And, you know, it's almost dummy proof. Right. You know, at this point. So take advantage. Yep. 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 So the next show, uh, the next, um, topic we have on Apple is, uh, Apple is testing the idea or the process of making Apple pay payments with QR codes or traditional barcodes. So, uh, for those who can remember QR codes was the it thing like mm-hmm. 2010, mm-hmm. <laughs> 2012, everybody thought that was a new wave, especially because folks overseas, like in China, in Japan, you know, some of these places have been u- using QR codes all for this whole time, but it never mm-hmm. really caught on with in the United States. Some businesses use them. You know, I had them on my business card for a while, but it never really took off. Right. So mm-hmm. now Apple, maybe Apple's now getting in the game Trying to bring it back, bring it back. Right. And the way they're going to, they're going to try to implement it is via uh, Apple pay. So if you do access Apple pay and you go somewhere like to your barber or to your hairstylist or to a street vendor, like a uh, food truck. And they've got the little barcode to where you can actually scan the barcode with Apple pay, uh, go through the process of entering whatever the charge is, enter a tip or whatever the case may be. Boom, bang, you're done. And, you know, uh, hopefully like the whole point of it is maybe Apple getting into the game of using QR codes. Maybe that will revive the QR code thing here in the United States to where more people will actually use it, especially now that we're on this no less contact, no touching, right. You don't want to touch anything, you know? So if I can, if I order a cheeseburger at a food truck and they print out a barcode, I can scan the barcode with my phone. It pops up in Apple pay, lets me select my credit card, lets me pay it. I don't have to touch anything and it's easier and I don't have to carry cash. Yeah, and it's more and it's and it's more helpful for small businesses as well because they don't all have the budget to buy 
the um, sensors, you know, the kind of tap and go that we have now with, you know, any of the other uh, Apple Pay, Google Pay, so any of those other, you know, um, systems that you can just kind of tap when you go to Target or grocery store, gas station, whatever the case may be, and you get the kind of tap in and pay type of deal. It, it, it I think it gives more uh, easier access for smaller businesses to be able to utilize the whole no contact and the system without having to pay for the additional hardware to integrate it. Yep. Yep. So where they found this was in, of course, in the betas, uh, deep hidden, buried deep down in the iOS 14 code for the betas that's going out. You know, all the developers are, you know, trying out the beta, testing it out, you know, and, you know, trying to develop apps, you know, and to the new iOS 14 is announced. So that's where they found it. So it's, not far of a stretch to say, you know, look forward to being able to pay for things using Apple Pay and QR codes. So definitely look forward to that. Uh, the next story I got, uh, Apple stores in Melbourne, Australia, <laughs> got to close back down because people don't act right. And the numbers are spiking up. So, you know, in this story we found on 9 to 5 Mac. It's like the Melbourne, Australia, Apple's, Apple is reclosing all of its stores in the greater Melbourne area of Australia as portions of the state uh, of Victoria prepare to enforce new lockdown measures. Australia has reported a growing number of COVID-19 infections over the past several weeks and is reimposing travel and business restrictions as a preventative measure. So in addition to the spikes going back up, they're not even playing around. They're not saying, oh, we're thinking about it. They're not saying, oh, well, we'll leave it up to the states. No, they're not saying, you know, all the things that are typical in the United States. You know, Australia is like, look, the numbers are starting to spike up. So we shutting everything down. And of course, Apple is one of the victims of that. So according to the story, uh, Melbourne's lockdown is expected to last six weeks. All travel outside the home will be prohibited with the exception of essential services like groceries and healthcare. The order goes into effect from uh, goes in effect midnight on July 8th, which was today. So, well, uh, yesterday, if you're watching this, you know, later on this week, but, you know, as of uh, when midnight Wednesday, you know, Melbourne, Australia and uh, Apple stores within Melbourne, Australia are now closed back down on lockdown due to spikes in COVID-19 uh, infections. All right. So the last story we have for the lowdown is, um, I've, I haven't heard about this. I don't know if they announced it when they announced the Apple card, but Apple has a program called path that if you applied for an Apple credit card and got declined, you have the option to join Apple's path program to where they will help you fix your credit. So you can later apply for and get approved for the Apple card. So basically the way it works is if you're declined for an Apple credit card, you'll get a message to opt into this path program. Goldman Sachs, who actually runs the credit portion, the bank portion of the Apple card that will review your financial information to determine if you qualify. So if you got declined for an Apple card, it's not guaranteed you'll get into this path program, but they'll review your information to see if you qualify. If you do qualify, uh, the duration of the program lasts about four months. During the four months, PATH will monitor your credit history, things like, you know, paying if you're paying your credit card bills on time, uh, if you're paying any sort of charges or fees, 
on time, if you have any sort of outstanding loans, if you're paying those on time, this path program will monitor that stuff. Uh, if you during the four months, if you are not opening up new lines of credit, so you're not going out and trying to apply for other credit cards or other lines of credit. If you, you know, do your due diligence, stay within the finances you have at the end of those four months, you know, Apple and Goldman Sachs will invite you to reapply for the Apple card with a greater chance to be approved. Now, again, if you're not following the instructions within those four months, like if you're trying to open up other credit cards and you're delinquent on some of your payments, um, there's a chance that you won't be approved for the second time. But if you follow all the instructions, go along with the program for the four months, there's a greater chance you'll be reapproved again um, for the Apple card. So I just want to put that out there. I hadn't heard about that before. So. I hadn't either. Yeah. I, didn't, is this, I was thinking this was new. Maybe it's not. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, basically, you know, like I said, they didn't announce it. It wasn't an official thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I, it's you know good for Apple, you know, to yeah. actually do more than just, you know, issue credit that you can mess up your credit with. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually giving you, I guess they're, they're making it easier for you to get credit so you can mess it up. <laughs> right. They're giving you the chance right. to join the number. And once you're in there, you know, it's kind of up to you to figure right. it out after that. But hopefully, you know, some of those uh, good habits that hopefully you... sticking to that for four months right. will allow you to say, Oh, so if I do this, then I get more credit. And if I continue to do this, because I'm assuming they'll probably give them a fairly low credit, credit limit. limit. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I I would assume it wouldn't. They wouldn't give them fifty thousand dollars. Right. You know, credit line at Apple. But you know, to say that you know, if I continue to do this, I can you know apply for. Uh, what do you call it? An increase or whatever. Right. To get more credit if I continue this road. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. So shout out to Apple for doing that. Uh, I think that's it for the lowdown this week. Now we'll move into the second part of the show called the second string where we talk all things tech in general. So I wanted to do this show for Nika and all the single folks out there who may or may not be using you know, online dating services like Tinder. Well, speaking of Tinder, actually one of the newer features for Tinder is they're doing a uh, video chat feature called Face to Face. Right now, it's just a test. You know, there. I don't know if it's beta. I don't know if it's public. You know, I. <laughs> you're gonna catch me trying to t- you don't test it out. You want to too hard into it. <laughs> I know. I'm not doing download Tinder. I ain't gonna create no profile just to test it for Snob OS. I don't want nothing to get back. You know, so right. I'll just. I'll just Keep it happy uh, home. right. <laughs> I will assume that this is a uh, test that they're trying out with certain people um, within Tinder, but basically what it, test 13 countries, right? It's, so they, yeah, so there uh, doesn't require people to exchange private phone numbers and is rolling out as a test in 13 countries, including us uh, uh, in, in according to cities in the U S uh, states, Virginia, Illinois, Georgia, Colorado, as well as Australia, Brazil, and France. Uh, face-to-face differ- differs from other video chat features in a few ways. For one, both have to opt in to make the call, opt in to the feature to make it happen. Once they tap the video icon on the right-hand corner of the text chat stream, they'll be prompted to opt into video calls with the other person. After they and their match do so, they'll be able to make the call. They can opt out in, uh, opt out at any time. So, um, 
other things are before calling, both people have to agree to keep it PG. Uh, that means no nudity, no sexual content, no references to hate speech, violence or legal activities or illegal activities, which if they got people, I don't know how they're going to be able to avoid that. Um, I guess how the, they're going to even monitor that. Well, I guess, you know, if if I'm on a chat with somebody and they decide to do something illicit or whatever the case may be, I just end the chat and then they have nobody to continue to stream with. So I guess that kind of cuts that out. But ahead of the chat, the person wants to be in on it. Or right. And, and then now you got a whole nother problem on your hands. And then again, that's maybe that's why it's a test, because I can yeah. see this going left real fast. People, <laughs> they're not hooking up for on Tinder to find a date. They're on Tinder to, to, to do some. Well, I don't know. Deals. Like I, I said, I but the thing is it opens up the opportunity for some illicit activity. So, right. Right. Or and maybe that's what they're trying to flesh out during this process. Right. Or, you know, you can avoid, I would assume you can avoid those. They look good on paper. But when you meet them in person, then that's a whole nother thing. This Catfish. is kind of like, right. So this is kind of like the intermediate to where they look good on paper on a profile. You get to meet they them. Somebody else's picture. Right. You can chat with them in person. Yeah. I mean, you know, virtually in person to kind of yeah. see if you want to take it a step further. So right. um, I'll read a little bit more about the, the, the feature. Once a video call ends, each person is prompted to answer whether they would want to have a call again and also given the opportunity to report something if they did something inappropriate. That said, the team says it has no intention of recording calls. Uh, so if someone is reported, the team seemingly wouldn't be able to revisit the offending content. Uh, the team says going to lean heavily toward trusting user reports and what they say happened. So, you know, that depending on, you know, who's reporting, who's being reported, that could be a whole nother thing there. So all that to say, um, with the whole coronavirus, with the whole lockdown, you know, everybody is trying to find new ways to interact. So it makes sense for something like Tinder online dating to get virtual as well, because, you know, everybody still wants to socialize, but you can't in a lot of cases. Yeah. Yep. All right. So the next, uh, um, story I wanted to put out there, uh, Samsung is looking into not shipping chargers with their phones as well. So, mm. you know, yeah, right. So, yeah. So we talked about this as one of the rumors in a previous show to where Apple, it was a rumor that Apple won't be shipping the power bricks that come along with the iPhone and just the cable, or maybe even not the cable. I, we assumed that they would ship the cable, but wouldn't ship the power brick, the actual part that you plug into the wall. So it looks like Samsung, um, is rumored to do the same. So uh, according to a ET news report, and we'll make sure we put the link in the show notes, uh, which cites industry sources, sources. Uh, the reason being is behind the move is the fact that most users already have a USB-C charger laying around. It would also save Samsung some money, offsetting some of the additional costs of pricey 5G components that are becoming the standard on new phones. The report claims Samsung's talking to partners to how exactly it should go about the move and it's likely to affect companies that supply the chargers for Samsung. It's also likely that Samsung will initially drop the charger from certain models only. So maybe they'll offer a with charger part and then they'll offer a non charger part and or uh, product rather. And mm -hmm. maybe there'll be a price difference of, you know, maybe 10 or 15 bucks 
you know, depending on, you know, how they de- determine the cost is to yeah. make and package that charger part. So, Or they may sell it as an accessory in their, in their store. So if you want to order it separately, you can, but it won't come native. It won't come in the original packaging. Yeah, I could see both Samsung and Apple offering yeah. an option to get the phone with the charger and get the phone without the charger. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, if you have a change of heart, and later find out you need one, they'll make those easily available. But I, yeah. I it makes perfect sense. It, it does. It makes sense to offer without let me choose because I would definitely choose without because I got fifty million thousand things laying around. Exactly. You know, if I can save fifteen bucks, you know, and possibly, Minutes. yeah, yeah, I, I'd save it. You know, because they're already expensive as is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was just cool that you know, it's not. It's it was a crazy thought to when Apple did it, but now other people are thinking about it as well. It's like, uh, maybe not so crazy. <laughs> right. All right. So the uh, last story in second stream is uh, we talked about this last week. The data platform stream streamlytics raises over $1 million in just seven days via crowdfunding. So that was just a, a cool story, you know, because this is a black owned woman owned startup that, um, you know, we don't actually know the behind of the behind the scenes story, but we all know that it is tough for minorities, African-Americans, you know, brown and black folks to get the same sort of access to capital that mm-hmm. other startups do. So the fact that, you know, there's op- there are options and there's alternatives versus going the traditional route of mm-hmm. I don't want to call it begging, but in a sense, you are trying to beg, you know, these VCs and these big tech uh, um, you know, campaign funds, you know, mm-hmm. to where, you know, you don't have to, there, there's another option. And the fact that people, she put it out because according to the story that I'll put, and I actually had to put a better link because this one is kind of messed up, yes. but acor- yeah, according to the story I read, um, people had been badgering her to how can they invest? How can they fund in her, mm-hmm. in her uh, how can they platform? Support? Right. How can they support? Right. And so after weeks and weeks, maybe even throughout the course of a year, she finally said, you know, fine, let let me put this out there. And she put it out on Start Engine, which is a popular platform for startups to get funding for their projects, whether it be tech or whatever the case may be. And it's just amazing that within a little over a week, not only did she meet her uh, funding goal, which I think at the time, it was like a couple hundred thousand. Um, yeah, when we talked when we talked about it on Wednesday, last Wednesday, she was at about eight hundred and sixty thousand. And I think that was like four or five days in. Right. So and I went because I know you said that you invested. Mm-hmm. I went that next day, um, that afternoon mm-hmm. to to invest and it was closed. So there's a wait list. And I was like, dang it. I should have <laughs> did it that night. But I was like, oh no, it'll be I can do it in the morning. But by the time I logged in to do it, it was it was done. So they have a wait list. So I don't know if she's going to extend it or open it up some more because mm-hmm. the campaign itself was 83 days. Right. And so, in, you know, not even uh, a tenth of the time, uh, you know, she she met her goal. So right. it's fantastic from from that perspective. But for those of us who were a little bit slower, I mean, not even, I won't even say slower, you know, it's just one of those things where you kind of have to, when I saw it, when mm-hmm. I saw it in the show, I should just went ahead and did it. Right. Because I said, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I got a lot of stuff going on. So I'll do it first thing in the morning. 
But when I logged in that morning, what that Thursday morning mm-hmm. was maybe around eleven o'clock. Wow. It was done. Yeah. So I but mean, you raised an additional two hundred thousand yep. from what Wednesday night to Thursday morning. Yep. And I I'd have to look at the details, but I think she's. I don't know. At the of course, you know, at the time of recording, there still may be some opportunity, like you meant, like you are, to get on the wait list. But between us recording the show and it actually being published. <laughs> you know, by the time people are actually listening to this, all that might be shut down as well. So it was one of those things to where it caught fire and it spread. And, you know, in, Word of in, mouth, really. in, in, in addition to in the midst of all of this, you know, um, uh, black people trying to figure out how they can, you know, support, support. each other throughout all the protests and all of the, you know, we've seen all these different type of, we talked about them before on the show, these different type of boycotts and, and different uh, economic things that black folks are trying to actually support each other. Um, this kind of like just hit at that time to where we're all kind of hip to this idea of maybe we need to do something different in order to support each other. And then boom, it just took off. Yeah. Yep, so well, I mean, it's fantastic yep. for her. And I think I saw um, on Twitter, she was just like, she was so overwhelmed you know, with the support. And I just think, I just think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll keep you posted. You know, I like, I'm consider myself an insider now. So, you know, <laughs> she, uh, on, you know, the platform to thank the, the investors, you know, she's supposed to do some sort of virtual sort of, you know, in-person mm-hmm. kind of thank you. So, you know, we got dates for that. So I'll keep y'all posted. <laughs> yeah. Since you're, you're in the club. Right. I'm so, trying to get in. I'm standing outside the club. Right. Trying to, st- I <laughs> trying to stand outside. I can't even get in. <laughs> <laughs> I could have shot myself in the foot when I, when I logged in right. on, on Thursday. And I was like, dang it. I should have did it Wednesday right. night after we got finished recording. Yep. Yep. But so uh, lesson learned. Yeah. So shout out to Angela Benton. Shout out to Streamlytics for their, you know, goals. So we'll, we're de- definitely interesting, uh, looking forward to seeing, you know, the rise, you know, cause like you said, everybody's looking to get in, you know, what's that next Facebook, what's that next Google, what's that next Apple, you know? So this, you know, this may be our, our next big thing that, you know, yeah. a lot of people got in on, on the ground floor. And now we're able to benefit or just support, like, you know, yeah. whether, whether you got in on the front end or you're actually a user, whatever the case may be. Right. All right, so that is it for second string. Now we want to move into for the culture, where we talk all things social media, anything that's just important to us as it relates to what we want to talk about. And what we want to talk about is Georgia specifically is out here tripping. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but there over the weekend there was some sort of pool party inside compound yeah so for those who are not familiar with atlanta i remember the compound all the way back during during the freaknik times when you know for in college we used to drive down to atlanta and one of the places you had to go was the compound because that's where all the stuff was happening so they have stood the test of time from freaknik on to COVID 19 now to where over the weekend some promoter uh built or installed some temporary a pool pool inside the club in this hot condensed area, people scantily clad with COVID all over the place. They are in the club, in the pool, just hunching on each pool. other. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about people getting antsy, you know, what's going on, you know, uh, Georgia kind of sort of kind of opened back up a little bit. 
but not this much <laughs> to where you can't give people anything. You can't give them the smallest opening because they're just going to kick the door in mm-hmm. and everybody's coming in. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me read this from the actual story here, a promoter, um, and we'll just remit their name, a set up shop at compound night spot and thought that building a pool in the spot and having people live live their best party life was a good idea. Then there's the fact that there were plenty of willing participants to come down in their bathing suits, carry on like there was potentially no fatal virus floating around the globe. So like we're not in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know. Again, I don't know what it is, but it's just and in these videos, you know, they've got Instagram oh. videos and and it's no nobody's got a mask. How can you wear a mask? You're in the pool. You know who what? They're not thinking about no mask. They are thinking about, oh, it's compound. It's a Friday night, Saturday night, whatever night it was. Let's go and get it in. And that's what they did all I mean, the way in. Yeah. And these, and they, you know, like I said, I've seen these video clips are just like, I mean, it just it's it like gives it's me ju- the heebie jeebies. Yeah. It's just like Jamaica. And this is not, I mean, again, uh, Atlanta is, you know, compound is not the first place to do this. We've seen, you know, stories upon stories of people crowd over the weekend specifically because it was 4th of July weekend. People crammed into, you know, Lake Michigan. I think they have a popular spot up there somewhere to where this is big kind of like beach type setting in Michigan to where all these people were crammed into the beach. And, you know, you got all these uh, stories in Arizona and, you know, all these places. So Atlanta is not the first place. But of course, we extra with it. (laughs) And the difference is at the lake, at the pool, at the beach. It's outside. It's outside. Right. And compound, it's a nice size club, but it's not sprawling and it's a club. So there are no windows. It's like just a box. And according to the latest stories about coronavirus, you know, people are suggesting, you know, that it's airborne. So, you know, all that Corona is floating through the ventilation system and all down into people's bikinis and all down into the pool. Yuck. (laughs) I just, oh, I just, it it just really just kind of grosses me out that they are just really out here like this and thinking it's okay. I just, yeah, it's yikes. Right. So speaking of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. um, our mayor, uh, mayor Keisha Lance bottoms, hopefully she didn't get it from the compound. I hope, (laughs) hope she wasn't there (laughs) incognito, but according to the story that I'm reading, uh, she and a couple of members of her family have con- contracted or tested positive for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, now she's, you know, uh, put out, went and put out a statement, you know, saying it's hit home, you know, to where her family's got it. But the story that I'm reading is um, not only did she contract COVID-19, but she held a press conference while she was awaiting the test results of whether or not she had tested positive or not. Now she came back and said that wasn't true. Okay. Okay. So yeah. It, yeah. It, so, so, so break it, break it down for me. Cause the story. So what I read, she, okay. Yeah. So what she said, because she put, uh, she put it on Instagram, she said, let's be clear. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. She was like, let's be clear. She took the test after that press conference. Okay. And okay. so what it seemed like she took two tests, she took one test, and hadn't gotten the results. Then she took another test. And by the time she got the test results from the first test, she had already gotten the second test results. 
So the latest, the last test that they did, that revealed that she had it in, I think her husband and one of her children Mm -hmm. had it. But when she took the first test, I think she was the only one that had it. But the results from the first test took like eight days or something like that. So she got two sets of test results back near the same time, um, which in itself is an issue that it take. It was taking that long for her to get the results back. But so that essentially three of her family members have it now. Right. So, you know, uh, we all looked to uh, Mayor Keisha Les Bottoms throughout the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter protest, the George Floyd protest. You know, she was one of the people out in the forefront when, um, I can't think of the gentleman's name. A guy got shot in Atlanta at Rashad the Wendy. Rashad Brooks got, you know, she was in the forefront of that. You know, she removed the police chief and, you know, she's like our, she's like our mom or auntie for lack of a better term. Yeah. Right. And and honestly, she's, she was one of the ones who were, was a huge proponent of shutting things down right. and wearing masks. Right. So what it really says to me is if she is following the science, is well aware of the science, and is and are following the protocols, mm-hmm. and she still got it, right? You know, that's that's really scary. Imagine you can get it if you're going to a uh, club and you swimming in a pool, hunched up on a whole bunch of people. You can get in it close too. proximity, <laughs> yelling and drinking, ugh. yeah, breathing and sweating, <laughs> just just spores, just yeah. everywhere. So. Anyway, you know, our prayers, you know, hopefully she, yeah, hopefully, you know, it's not one of those serious cases to where, you know, uh, heaven forbid she's put on respirator for weeks and months on end, or, you know, I've seen stories about people, you know, permanently getting asthma as it relates to this. So I've, you know, I've seen stories where people have getting, are going to, uh, experience long-term you know, health, issues, health issues, right. Yeah. As it relates to just contracting it, not, not the people with the pre you know, predetermined issues like, you know, blood, high blood pressure, or, you know, if you already had, you know, weak immune system or weak respiratory system, we're talking about fully blown, healthy people contracting COVID-19 and then going forward for the rest of their lives will have some sort of health, health issues. So I don't know what's going on with people, but that's enough to be like, you know what? As for me in my house, <laughs> we stay in, in the house, you know, but some people, I guess they got to, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I guess they got to wait until they get sick and then they come back. Oh, you got to wear your mask. You got to follow the rules because now I have COVID. But and, before you had it, you were just out there just wilding out. And gave it to other people. Cause and we, gave it to other people. Cause that's and those the thing. other people took it home to their family. I couldn't have that on my conscience as a, as a, as a parent. Like I said, going back to what we were talking about in the pre-show, um, as a parent, I can't have that on my conscience to send my kids out in the world and they contract it or come back and give it to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how people can, you know, uh, not j- just say it, you know, if I ain't got it, I'm fine. You know, it's like, where's our sense of community? Empathy yeah. for our fellow man. Yeah. I think that that's in some instances for for this pandemic, it's shown a great sensibility and a great, you know, common bond of the human race. And at the same time, it's really shown how selfish that some people really are and how they just don't care about anything other than, you know, going out there and having a good time for themselves. So it's 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 a paradigm because it's, you know, it's on two sides of this two sides of the same coin, as they say. 
you have mm -hmm. humanity and people, you know, taking care of each other, helping each other. And that the other side is people is like, well, I ain't got it, so I'm fine. Or I'm yeah. young, so it won't do, you know, too much harm for me. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll get through it one way or another, I suppose. But, you know, like I said, we going me and my family, we're going to do it from inside this house. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that is nope. That's not it. We got another story. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yo, your boy, your boy, Kanye West has decided he's going to legitimately, officially throw his hat in the ring to run for president. Forget the fact Under that the it's birthday party, right? Yeah, that's why I, I saw that recently. He's going to call it his new. He he was responding to um, criticism. That he's going to, you know, uh, he's going to split the vote amongst the Democrats, although he mentioned, you know, uh, Joe Biden, you know, he's not anybody special, according to the quote, you know, Donald Trump is special, you know, Kanye West is special. This is his quotes, <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know, Obama, you know, Obama, and I'll, I'll, I'll read the actual quote instead of me paraphrasing. And this is a story in CNN, right? Um, uh, to say the black vote is democratic is a form of racism and white supremacy. Well, we'll let that we'll talk about. That's another one, but I'll continue. I'm not saying Trump in I'm not saying Trump's in my way. He may be a part of my way. And Joe Biden, question mark. Come on, like, man, please. Uh, you know, Obama's special. Trump is special. Kanye West is special. No, he uh, said, we say, we say, Kanye. oh yeah, sorry, sorry. We say Kanye West is special, which and is kind of a weird way himself. to, right. Real, real weird way to refer to himself. <laughs> America needs special people that lead Bill Clinton, question mark, Joe Biden. It's not that special. So I guess that's his explanation. Well, everybody's special except for Joe Biden. Right, right. But he's trying to get us to believe that he's officially throwing his hat in the ring, even though we've had how many primaries, even though the deadline to get um, on the states to get on the tickets, right. To get on the ballot, to create a new party. Yeah. He has a new gap line coming out. So he's just trying to get some attention. And, and uh, I really wish that he would see professional help if he's not already right on top of the, the mental help that he's referred to. And we're kind of advocating that he get help with, he, and according to the story, said he contacted, on top of that, he contracted COVID-19 in February. And according to this story, you know, he had chills. He was shaking in the bed, taking hot showers, looking at videos, telling me what I'm supposed to do to get over it, so on and so forth. So that's his explanation as to why he think he'll still be able to get on the ballots, even though he's so late because he himself contracted COVID-19. So. What they got to do with anything? I don't know. Maybe they'll Isn't give him some. The rules? Maybe they'll give him some sort of pass because he oh. got in late. I don't know. I don't know. So, at any rate, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, and what he tried to respond to were saying that the reason why he's doing this is because he's still quote unquote MAGA and down for Trump and believes Trump is special. So he get he the thought is he gets into the race. The people who, you know, were not really enthused about voting for Biden or not really going to vote at all. Just say black people. Right. We're going to move over and vote for Kanye West, which was splinter in theory, 
would splinter the the black, the Democratic vote as a whole. And it would make give Trump the ability to take all of the Republican vote versus Biden and, and uh, West to split the Democratic slash black vote. And Trump will walk into the office. So that's Kanye West doing his brother, his special dragon in his fellow dragon energy <laughs> brother and get uh, get Trump reelected in office by splitting the vote. So I don't think that's the case. I just think this guy, I don't know, like you said, it's a he like I said, it was announced that he was doing this gap, whatever he's doing with them. I don't think he got the amount of praise. That he wanted from from that possibly because people, especially black people, are over him, um, and uh, a lot of the uh, progressive liberal folks are as well. So I think because I think he's recently he did another interview and said that he's not supporting Trump anymore and and all this kind of stuff. I just I I'm so over him, but at the same time I recognize that he does have some mental health issues that he needs to, you know, seek help with mm-hmm. if he's not already. And it's just one of those things where he goes dormant. You don't hear anything from him. Then he comes back because he has something he wants to sell or something to publish. And he comes with these outlandish outbursts, you, you know, outbursts, you know, almost temper tantrum like. Right. Because and- I, I genuinely believe that he's now doing this birthday party stuff is because at the 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 gap thing was supposed to be so big it it made him a more of a billionaire or or whatever the case may be even mm-hmm. though he got a ppp loan right but, you know right. whatever from that but i just think he didn't get the Buzz. the high or the rush that he's used to getting from anything he announces and now He's like, well, let me try this. Right. This gets their attention. Right. Right. And I really think that's what it is. Yeah. So again, we'll see what this is again. Maybe, you know, it's just a publicity stunt and he's not going to actually try to get on the ballot to run for president. If he does, hopefully people recognize game and, you know, because he has followers. There's already some celebrities on, on social media. Yeah, because it's already some celebrities on social media talking about, yeah, that's who I'm voting for. Man, I wish my primary hadn't happened because I'd definitely vote for him. <sighs> I guess that's all we can say about that. And I really, yeah, and I really think that people will, instead of voting for either one of those two people that nobody's really enthused about voting for, they'll write his name in. So, right. Kanye West, reportedly, the person who has never voted. Is running and that's what he said. He's never voted. Come on, man. That doesn't even. <sighs> what can you say? I mean, it's just all you can do was is uh, Kanye shrug, long, Kanye shrug, long <laughs> Negro sigh, all that rolled into one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh well, we'll we'll see. You know, of course, and like I said, Kim Kardashian and they're not stopping him. They're like, go ahead, go out there and. Because it's more publicity for them. Yep. Yep. This is the game plan, you know. So anyway, uh, that is it for for the culture. Uh, Let's move into the hookup. Um, You know, we we like to recap all of the the verses, you know, battles that we've seen on Instagram. We like to laugh at, you know, some of the quirks and some of the things that happen during these uh, live Mm -hmm. battles. And just in general, you know, as everything is kind of going digital and going virtual, you know, I've 
we're consuming a lot of online content and a lot of it, you know, <laughs> present company not included, hopefully is trash because of the internet connectivity. Like I said, this is our first time doing video. This is our first time multiple streaming things. So I yeah, and my light kind of went out. Right. So I ain't going to exclude ourselves from the yeah. less than stellar connectivity, but since it a lot of be people, better if it's not. right. <laughs> but all that to say, um, if you are interested in going digital and doing more digital content, it's ideal just in general, it's ideal to have a wireless, a wired internet connection to your computer. If you're like streaming to YouTube, if you're doing Twitch, whatever the case may be. But if you're on your phone, like for instance, with Instagram to where there is no sort of, there's a desktop, there's a website part of Instagram, but all the features and functionality are via the phone, you know, an iPhone, uh, specifically doesn't have a ethernet jack. Well, I was doing some research, just trying to find out, you know, how people are kind of putting these high end, high quality, um, uh, live feeds together just on their phone. And I think the one, one of the ways they're doing it is a lightning to ethernet adapter. So I found this adapter on Amazon. It ain't cheap. It's like 89 or $99, mm-hmm. but the benefit to it is you can plug this adapter into the bottom of your iPhone and it's like a little dongle. And then the other end of the dongle is a ethernet jack that you could then plug into your ethernet, your internet, your router at home. And that'll give you lightning fast, higher quality um, streaming capabilities to where you can then go on Instagram. You can go on Periscope. You can go on some of these mobile streaming platforms and have a good video and good audio, especially if you're trying to be an influencer, if you're trying to monetize your uh, streams, if you're trying to uh, monetize your social media, people are starting to get weary and get tired of looking at these weak, whack streams. So if you're trying to put a little bit effort into your uh, iPhone, you know, going digital, going virtual, definitely check out this Belkin. It's the name of the company is Belkin, Belkin, Belkin. And the adapter is lightning to ethernet adapter. We'll put this link in Amazon, but like I said, it's not cheap, but I mean, you know, uh, pay the cost to be the boss. If you want to step up, you try right. to the boss up then. Right. That's you know, a little cash. Right. Definitely. And again, like I said, wired is always better than wireless, you know, for, and this is a tip for people who are going live on their computers and are doing Wi-Fi. I've, you know, you know, you watch Good Morning America, you watch all these morning news shows, you watch ESPN and you watch all these shows and everybody's interviewing all these people from their living room, from their kitchen, you know, and it's in, not embarrassing, but, you know, we're, we're used to a certain level of production mm-hmm. and you can still do that on your computer and specifically on your phone if you've got the right tools and you've got the right equipment. So if you're trying to invest and you're trying to get yourself out there you know, and you're especially trying to do it via your phone, via Instagram or whatever the case may be, definitely check out, you know, this Belkin lightning to ethernet adapter that will give you high speed gigabit speed internet to your phone. So you can then stream to Instagram or whatever platform you are trying to influence or monetize. So definitely check that out. Definitely. So, all right. Uh, other than that, I think we are done for this week. We want to say, you know, thank you for, hanging in there with us specifically this week. We're trying to do something new. You know, we're trying to go video. We're trying to do streaming in addition to the podcast. So, you know, definitely if you want to support us, you can download rate and review us. We're on 
Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Now we're on Twitch, and maybe we'll actually do the video to YouTube. So we're, we're on Snob Boys. We got it first, to right? Sure. <laughs> I, I didn't put that in the notes for the thing to talk about, but I'll just give it a shot. Look, work with us. We're new. We're we're trying. You know, we're trying. so <laughs> we're trying something new. This is the first our first go at it. Right. So you can definitely engage with us on engage with us on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook and Twitch and YouTube. We're at Snob OS Cast. Uh, if you want to leave comments and suggestions, you can do so on the web. We're at snobos.com. And if you want to send us a comment via email, we're on email at snoboscast at gmail.com. And also, if you want to support the show, uh, if you want to become a snobist, you can support via Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash snoboscast for as little as five dollars a month you have access to the pre-show uh you have access to the live taping of our show that we stream to twitch we'll also maybe even stream to youtube uh as we progress a little bit more uh you also have access to our discord live chat to where you can uh talk to us during the show uh you can give us ideas for show topics and you can give us show uh ideas for show names so definitely if you want to support on uh, patreon you can do that we want to say thanks to our uh, new snobbist. Uh, we want to again say thank you to Charles Hall. We want to say thank you to Tom Merritt and the Daily Tech News Show. And we want to say thank you to Ryan Walton. Those are our first inaugural Patreon. So we will definitely want to say thank you for that because as we add new software, uh, this stuff costs money. So <laughs> that Patreon donations will definitely go to us beefing up our our uh, podcasting and video streaming game. So we want to say thank you to that. And then other than that, I think that is it for this week. I think so. All right. Peace. Bye.